next level is this moment and the moment right after is the next level of the previous and universe god consciousness allah krishna vishnu and all the divinities call it as you may do not know good and bad everything is what it is and then you choose to see it as good you choose to see it as bad you choose to see it as a next level or you choose to see it as a recession aloha beautiful people i am the intuitive coach and i gave birth to this podcast because of my intuition who has a powerful voice and asked me to remember and embrace my essence we are all love and light and for each of us to shine at our brightest we must explore the depths of our darkness when you rediscover your essence we all heal an aspect of ourselves so remember to always shine your light unapologetically aloha beautiful people and welcome to a new episode of shine your light unapologetically with Diana, and at this time, Ayrton Giulio, who is a next-level embodiment coach. So, Giulio, who is Ayrton Giulio? Let us know. I mean, um, it is an answer that could go on forever, because I do believe we are unlimited. This is one of my lines, to stay unlimited. First of all, I want to thank you, anyways, for having... Ayrton Giulio in this uh, human experience and form and um and journey in here I truly am today as we speak someone in the becoming of and and I and I like to be bold like of th- thought leadership meaning that I am sharing my thoughts more and more uh, and I do my very own best humbly and uh, again, boldly to inspire others to take action, to uh, tune into deep presence, to have higher levels of energy and vitality, to, um, to, to stay in integrity. Um, so this is a little bit what sums up for my mission on earth. So Ayrton Giulio, uh, formerly... Julio Ayrton uh, would be this eternal soul who's embodying a human experience to actually bring these three things, deep presence and self-awareness, unlimited vitality and energy levels and unshakable integrity, authenticity into the world of entrepreneurship and business. This is, this is what I... Um, thrive into when when i'm doing these things i say that i'm that i'm feeling myself thriving the thriving version of myself and i'm a father uh, of one little three-year young uh, boy and i am a husband i um i'm a human this is what i'd like to to go about i i'm living life and uh this is this is all about it today i'm here so i'm invested into 
uh, inspiring and into sharing what I've been gifted of in the first place. Well, thank, thank you, you for again. accepting the Sorry. invitation. As always, you are truly an inspiration. I remember attending your mastermind and I absolutely loved it. You always showed up so authentically and beautifully. And I want to honor that. But I also know that it has not always been this pink shade we get to see now. There have been lots of challenges. There have been lots of rock bottoms, which sometimes most of us choose not to think of it anymore and go into the other side of positivity, which becomes toxic. We bury those feelings like, oh, it did not exist. That's another lifetime. <laughs> you know, like, this is me very happy now. So I would like to ask you, which rock bottom shook you that hard, that powerfully, that cracked you so open, you actually had to allow the light within to shine unapologetically? I, of course, saw this question coming. And um, rather than coming prepared, um as i'm quote unquote am anyways like this question is so powerful and, and inspiring like and, and i know my story i come to this rather than prepared i was saying more present right and more caring and more showing showing what brings me alive right so what that rock bottom made me understand first of all uh, and before speaking directly to that is that everything is in our hands, that it is not the government's fault. It is not the uh, elections. It is not uh, a pandemic. It is not the others judging us. It is not the haters. It is not the lovers. It is not the caregivers that make our lives. These are ourselves, no matter what. And I'm saying this because that rock bottom was caused by some automatic mechanism because my soul signed me up for something and got me being born in Brazil in quite unfair social conditions, uh, as I might label them. And it got me adopted at birth out of those unfair social conditions. Uh, into great abundance and great luck and i'm not talking about like money or finance i'm talking about having a roof having food having clothes having someone who loves you having a third hand car uh, at my 18th birthday to practice and, and and move from home to 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 school so nothing extraordinary no lamborghinis no ferraris although i'm in italy no uh for sure coffees every day yeah. and but this is the point from being at risk of death and uh, drugs dealing um as a kid and, and and shooting maybe in some brazilian favela in sao paulo because that's where i was born to having all what i announced and pointed out and that although sounds so amazing wasn't appreciated by me i wasn't in a state of gratitude i wasn't in a state of appreciation 
which means I was rebelling to my parents. I was angry and frustrated. I had a wound which I couldn't see at the age of uh, my adolescence. And so I had the, the, the very common search for the self-identity that any adolescent would go through, trying to understand yourself and who you are. And um, being adopted came up as being the reason for my rebellion to every form of authority and that got me into drugs got me into dealing uh drugs got me into some uh violent and not very recommendable circle uh of uh, friendships uh, people i still love but i see that they, they're still there and at a certain point i realized it so the moment of realization what i called the moment of someone planting the seed the very not the very first but but a very powerful seed of awareness in me was when i was traveling to learn french at the age of 17 16 17 and um i was complaining about about my parents in my very first uh, super international kind of global uh situation there were there were 39 nationalities at the table um, it was a gathering, a happy hour gathering after classes uh, in this uh, French learning university in, in Vichy, France. And while I was complaining about my parents and what they didn't do for me and what they did to me and whatever, there was this guy, his name was Ryan, and I just recently got blessed with the remembrance of his name. I've been searching him for years and couldn't remember his name. Because um, I had big holes in my memory because of the vast amount of weed <laughs> that I was consuming at the time. And he stopped me. He was present, caring towards me and bold, just speaking his truth and what he could see and told me, you're complaining so much, but now you're here. They're spending so much money to have you in a family that hosts you for you to learn French. You have food on the table. You've grown up with education and so on and so forth. And I was like, and everyone was pointing the finger. And everyone, those same everyone, would not do anything. They would just point the finger. And I was like, this makes no sense. You're pointing the finger. You're... You're telling wrong, what are you doing right? I don't see any any right, quote unquote, of course, action to support your pointing finger, blaming Berlusconi or politicians in your thesis. And 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 all of those pieces started coming together. But I realized that it wasn't their fault, it wasn't the external environment's fault. So I realized that my uh, inaction. And my procrastination and uh, all my negative emotions and all my negative circumstances or my, my bad conditions, they weren't about external life. They were about me, my choice. And well, from that point on, it's, uh, it's a long 12 years long story. <laughs> so I would leave it for another time or uh, uh, for the one who choose to follow me eventually and and and. and, and, and 
to 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 join in my groups or or on my social or whatever like uh, whenever i say the story i might add some pieces and um, really? i'm always glad to share for inspiring <laughs> so um but yeah yeah this is a little bit like the rock bottom um it was frustration anger misappreciation uh towards uh, the life gift that I had received and realizing that I was down there and of and 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 of course like oh shit I need to change something here because I need to be oh, grateful that is quite um, a powerful story and literally from that space of a child who has been adopted and had to integrate in um, a new culture that on its own I'm certain it was quite an experience and being made aware of the blessing however that was another beautiful um, awakening yet I would like to ask you about being adopted it's not yet an easy it will never be an easy subject to, to talk about because I'm certain adoption brings with it lots of feelings that go on a lower vibration. They, they vibe at a lower frequency. So it starts there and then it goes into gratitude. That's how I saw your journey as well. Mm -hmm. so all the frustration, rejection, criticism, going to gratitude, abundance, love. But I would love to ask you about how can someone adopted yeah, accept themselves while they felt rejected by their own parents? How could someone adopted accept themselves after feeling rejected by others? Well, that's a very profound question that uh, <laughs> I cared uh, mirroring and, 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 and repeating because I did not necessarily and initially even understand that um, that was an issue for me and it took many years of <laughs> scavenging the vastities of, of 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 my inner world and and psyche if you want i grew up knowing that i was adopted I got raised as an adopted child, not as a child of their own. And that, uh, I mean, they, they, they told me, I remember like my earliest, among my earliest memories, uh, the, the Italy-Brazil final game at the championship at the World Cup in, in 2000. Um, and that I was, confused like oh who should i go for now because <laughs> i was like this is easily this is brazil i'm brazilian but i'm but but i'm italian and like so i remember I, I remember that feeling of of battling and, and being confused and anyways i i've been always 
grateful for what I know. And here probably goes the concept of embodiment because we have so many concepts at the surface level that didn't really and ever go deep and settled into your system because there's something else that is stronger. Or maybe you have that feeling of gratitude that you practice every day and um, it's felt and deep. And I'm not saying that it's not extremely deep, yet there's something which is deeper. Talking about self-acceptance is a, a massive topic for someone who has the experience of not feeling accepted. Um, And I'm saying the experience, because I believe that's something that might land on someone right now. That is your experience. And I'm talking like to you, but in first person, that is the experience. Because it's not to be given for granted that they rejected you, actually. What I know for my case is that my mother did not necessarily reject me. She couldn't have me. Um, She was in these unfair social conditions. And this is why it became part of my mission. Because for some unfair social condition of a country that was poorer than others, a mother could not keep her child. And had to give him in adoption because for some unfair social condition, there was drugs and and whatsoever. And she couldn't raise me, nor she could raise my brother. And so she needed to give us in adoption. And so she didn't reject it. And I haven't met her as yet. Uh, but I know a little bit this, this backstory. So you see how she didn't reject me. But part of her it might still be longing for reconnection because she never wanted the disconnection in the first place. My experience of disconnection is, of course, something very natural because I was born from her and, and there was separation. So that was an experience. So what happens with that experience is that, is that it translates into a subconscious rooted Uh, wound and then belief and then behavior and and all of that and that expresses into emotions that are not easy to understand i didn't know why i was so, so frustrated i didn't know why i was so angry i thought i knew i thought it was because of my mother being strict or my or my father being distant or that I mean, there was external circumstances I was pouring my emotions onto, but the emotions were mine. The trigger, internal, subconscious, extremely deeply rooted, was mine. So self-acceptance, again, it's a very deep work. And holding yourself in self-acceptance may not be easy at the beginning. And it becomes necessary if you can't hold yourself in self-acceptance, create an environment around yourself of people that you feel loved by. And that is the only way until, until you're able to still working on it, still working on it, still working on it. And this is why inner work, trauma work, um, 
um, in, in my in my four R's, I call them the the relate, release, regulate, reframe, and reignite. There's always this release and regulate and and reframe uh, kind of thing before to restart and reignite. Right, that inner work is required. Continuous, continuous, because uh, there'll always be reasons for you not to accept yourself. We just project it outside. So how? Uh, it's a very individual journey. Um, find a coach now, like, thanks God, we are so many <laughs> that can hold space with so much unconditional love uh, for the ones who need it. So find, find a coach, find, some, find a counselor, find someone who's truly there and present with you and willing to plant seeds of awareness and just point at like, hey, that's not the government. That's not your parents. That's not your friends. That's not your partner. That's not your kids. That's not, it's your trigger. This is what I can give. And I know it's uh, it's a relatively uh, incomplete answer. And I get it. It's a great one because you went to great lengths wasn't an easy question, I must admit myself. The way it came to me um, as well is because pretty much I've only met a few people who shared that they were adopted every single time. Their deep-rooted belief was that they were rejected, that they were abandoned. And that's, from their own words... That's a, that's a wound. That's a wound. Uh, exactly. Abandonment and rejection. And in my behavior, in my business, I had to go through it or I couldn't break through what I was trying to break through. I couldn't, couldn't reach out because of that fear that was inherent into my wounding. Okay. And I know that there are so many who are going through, so I'm certain that your story, you know, is going to be listened to by those who resonate the most with and they are going to take what they resonate with and they are going to be inspired by whatever you have to say, your message, your story, because there is a little bit in each of us, of each of the persons we actually meet. There is a certain moment in our life that we have to experience. That's why we crossed paths at that hundred percent. Uh, yeah, fully agree. I fully see what you're saying as i said it er, and, and i say it often our soul signed us up for something no matter what tough situation we're going through no matter what impossible circumstances we're facing in lives there's a sense of deep peace and i'm not saying necessarily ease that's what you find later um, there's a sense of deep peace that comes out of knowing that your soul signed you up for this. And this is a blank to fill with your own life circumstances. So okay. your soul signed you up for, or you're yeah. learning, therefore you're, you're about to learn from that. Therefore you're about to squeeze the juice out of it or suffer it. There's always a choice, isn't it? There's always choices. <laughs> always decisions well, to make i do love that because with you what you're always out and about is embodiment so what do you mean by embodiment what do you see as embodiment what is embodiment for you and even more what is next level embodiment oh okay this is 
a, of course, common to me <laughs> question is what is next level embodiment? Um, but I feel that we're coming from a certain space into this and drinking this light <laughs> almost as an inspiration in this moment. Next level, first of all, is this very moment as you choose to see it, to see it as such. Next level is a perspective on the reality you are living. So next level is this moment and the moment right after is the next level of the previous and universe, God, consciousness, Allah, Krishna, Vishnu, and all the divinities call it as you may do not know good and bad. Everything is what it is. And then you choose to see it as good. You choose to see it as bad. You choose to see it as a next level, or you choose to see it as a recession, as we're approaching recession. And recession can be your next level. They call it recession. I call it my next level. I'm just looking at it. It's like, okay, that's, that's, there's, there's recession coming. There's crisis. Crisis usually defines something dying and going through the pain of a butter or of 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 a uh, of a cocoon into a butterfly so there's something that is dying and reaching the next level that's crisis so recession i choose to see it a recession is my next level what does it mean my perspective i choose the perspective this is the mic from the front this is the mic from the side i choose my perspective now i don't see there's no mic in here there's only a black round with GXT written on it. But your perspective from the camera sees a mic. So I'm like, okay, wait, maybe my perspective is limited. So staying unlimited, being unlimited means that you're not limiting yourself in your perspective. And next level is in every moment. Next level is what you choose to see. And the transformation change as an intrinsic characteristic of existence to me has as a synonym next level embodiment is to bring it from up there to down here from philosophy down to earth embodiment it's your body it's that tool that your soul signed you up to have for this your body signed you up for something and for that something it chose to have a body you need to embody you need to bring it down into your nervous system you know there used to be this mindset kind of thing i for some reason i never resonated truly with that thing of the mindset changing your mindset shifting your mindset the mindset mindset movement let's call it movement <laughs> Uh, not saying that it's wrong, not saying that not saying that I don't agree, that I didn't agree with that, but mindset, that's so limited. I'm not a mind. I'm a body. If I were mind only, I would cut my hand, not feel anything if I chose to, but I feel it eventually. And there's a nervous system that it's this wire of energy, electric impulses going from the... Uh, the, the wound on my hand to the brain that tells me to do something and becomes behavior and it becomes uh, reality and the life I live 
the actions I perform throughout my day and how urgently I perform them. I cut my hand like, like a little cat. I might walk towards the nursery. I rip my fingers. I might freaking run to first aid at the hospital. So what you're saying is embodiment and mindset are two different things, which seems obvious. However, you did say something that um, brought in another question with me. So mindset is somewhere there. It has to be done somehow, but not necessarily. However, embodiment on the it's other. It's not all. It's not the whole. That's the whole. The embodiment is the whole. Mm -hmm. The so okay, yeah. Thank you for bringing it there, because uh, in a way it brings sort of to the definition of embodiment. Embodiment is a practice, right? Is is the practice of bringing to the body what? What are you taking to the body? Well, must say there, you take your mindset. It exists. There, there is a mindset. I what I never bought into was all this obsession with a mindset only to me there was something missing there as a uh, yoga teacher and, and, and yogi um, by formation like by foundations I started from yoga could see that there was the body but the body was the last in the line of um, of expression of universe of evolution of happening so the ancient scriptures that quantum science and all are kind of bringing up again and, and bringing up and out again and again and again right now that starts from universal consciousness that expresses into a embodiment indeed is this thing of bringing from the uh, consciousness to the energy the electromagnetic field to the mind to the thoughts to the emotions down into your body so that your body at a certain point makes automatic choices that it does anyway it is doing them whether you like them or you like it or not it is already acting by default with a certain mechanism it is doing that and embodiment is to choose what kind of actions it starts doing because you rewire because you work on uh, your beliefs indeed and that's that's anyways mindset because it's beliefs thoughts then you also need to work on on the deep ancestral and the electromagnetic field and then you need to work on many aspects many parts of it. so that's the embodiment work and with all what i said about next level before there's this aspect of bringing the embodiment practice to the next level and bring, bringing next level into an embodied into an embodied of who we are so this is this is what i say about it and um with the yoga piece that i was saying there are these pieces and it never starts from the body it starts from up it starts from beyond and gets down into um, who we are who we live as humans our soul us up or a human experience we are more energy than matter yet we are matter as well let's not ignore it and let's leave it full absolutely that's the practice i love it because yes indeed even though um everything comes from the energetic body it eventually ends up as a blockage in our physical body and the way you you described it and how you said about the embodiment i absolutely love 
your perspective on it and the next level of your perspective as an as a whole embodiment of it. I I I could go on and on to be honest with with this interview because I have actually even more more questions that I had in the beginning. We can hope on and on to our next one if you desire. I'm I'm always open and yeah, these are topics that uh, need to be expanded. I do agree. Hundred percent, and I very much appreciate that. I will certainly do a part two, probably in a year or two. You know, I would love to see where you are then. I do want to have this in my podcast. You know, um, seeing the progress, witnessing the transformation of people throughout the years, and see where they came from and where they are now. And you're you're truly like a light. That's that's how I see you. That's how I feel you. And. I'm very grateful you chose to spend some time with me and my listeners today. Offer you have or any anything you would like to share? Right now, I would say that the best ways to reach out to me are indeed through my social. I'm um, active pretty much on all of them and through the chats. And there's always the possibility to book a call anyways. I'll leave the link uh, to our fantastic D. She, she'll drop them into the descriptions. And there is a Facebook uh, group mastermind that I'm holding space through. Uh, it's relatively new, also depending on when you listen to this uh, interview. And in there, you can have the first taste of what the kind of people that are pursuing next level embodiment that are being held in next level embodiment um, look and uh, like to leave what the kind of decisions they like to make. Because this is all about it, making decisions that lead you towards that next level that help you rewiring yourself and ultimately as i say staying unlimited so yes thank you let's be unlimited (laughs) (sighs) well at the end of this episode i have three lightning questions for you right let's go first of all your favorite yoga asana Mm, i would say it's mayurasana the the peacock it's a, it's a kind of a complicated one. You place your hands like this. You place your 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 elbows into into your uh, into your um, abdomen, and you lift your legs, and and that's it. And then you're like a peacock. <laughs> they say. What do you believe your animal spirit, animal guide to be? Ooh, I believe it's a uh, it's a black panther actually it's a black leopard if if we want to that and observing peace on top of the trees that gets into action when it's needed uh, with strength but it's also wise is there's a bagheera in the very end right it's like it's 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 wise it's there it's caring and it can be kind of dangerous as well like i really feel that uh this is the real animal the fantastic animal uh that would be a phoenix actually wow from bagheera to phoenix Good yeah year. oh well yeah this that's one of them of a more you know a fantastic one to to the actual real world at least the one that we leave and the last question your favorite tool to raise your vibration hmm, my favorite tool to raise my vibration is breath mixed with movement 
and then ultimately yoga would make it because because it is that continuous focus on the breath while you're moving i would even go farther and say it's more shaking lately than yoga so um, there's this uh, somatic approach right it's uh, breath sound and movement and so i i like to <laughs> like when i feel something that that's how i move the energy and and if instead i want to well, celebrate and, and get stronger into a good feeling i i actually do it do it loud and use my body use 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 my breath like yes and make a sound for it so it's always breath sound and movement the combination of the three absolutely lovely Thank you so very much, uh, Julia. Thank you for being here. Thank Massive you for pleasure. being now. Thank you for being next level. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. You're part of it. You are it. Now, remember, next level, yes, it's now. Thank you, beautiful soul. And thank you to you all for listening, for tuning in, for resonating. Please reach out to Julia for anything you would like to share with him, to connect with him. He is very open and he's looking forward to Do not dim your light to make others feel safe. Shine your light unapologetically and experience powerful transformation through healing, growth and expansion.